Plum October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance and the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So tonight I'm going to tell you about a little bit about the paranormal road trip I took yesterday with my friend. We were supposed to go to Glastonbury Mountain, but we decided that that was going to have to be another weekend where we could actually spend the night because it turned out it was going to be a lot longer of a hike than anticipated. So we ended up going instead to Little River State Park in Waterbury, Vermont, um, because there is a ghost town there. <laughs> it's known as um, Riker Basin. I've heard a few stories from up there, but um, and I knew that um, the Waterbury Reservoir is actually covering um, the rest of the town, but there are a few settlements um, up on what was used to be called the Riker Mountain District. Um, you can still find foundations, and there is one building left standing, but most of it is, you know, just remnants, and you know, there's some wells and all of that. Um, I would we so we were not going in expecting anything but we wanted to check it out and it was going to be a nice hike it was a beautiful day yesterday for it uh, and we were excited to you know check out the ghost town so <laughs> oh you guys <laughs> i hope you're sitting so we hiked up and it's it's pretty steep well it's not as steep as i've climbed but we had to stop a couple times on the most steep the steepy ugh, the steepest part <laughs> if I could talk this morning I'm still kind of sleepy um so we went up and the first settlement you come to um the first foundation I should say and they have they did a great job at putting plaques at each site and telling you a little bit about each site what stood there who lived there all of that so you know, we're just checking out, and I'm like, and this is Lainey. This is the friend, if you'll remember from the first couple of podcasts, where when we're together, our experiences are twice as strong, because for some reason, when we're together, our sensitivity is, like, sky high. So, and it always works out, you know. She sees things, I, you know, I hear things we t you know and everything and then everything happens to us at the same time together and it's it's crazy um, so when we first got to the first settlement I'm like no I don't really feel anything you know and she agreed you know didn't feel anything didn't see anything just you know but it was nice I mean it, we both agreed that it, it would be a nice hike uh, you know even if we didn't experience anything so we turned, a couple mountain bikers went by, and then we're like, okay, well, um, you know, this is nice. We took a few pictures, and we're like, okay, let's, we can probably go. So, <laughs> and here's where the good stuff starts. We had um, stepped back out onto the path, and I'm like, do you feel that? And she's like, yeah, I do. Like, it got heavy, and I tell you guys, it got cold and we it was buggy like we were being eaten alive and 
it was really hot and we were sweaty, you know, sweat rolling down your center of your back, down your spine and all that good stuff. And all of a sudden it got really cold and the bugs went away. Like there were no bugs at all flying around us. And um, you could still hear birds chirping, but there were no bugs. And I'm kind of walking around a little trying to figure out, and it was pulling us to the right across from the foundation where we just were. And we're looking, and I kind of walked away from her for a minute to try and see exactly what it is, you know, is pulling. And she's like, you gotta come here. You gotta come back here. So I did, and I'm looking in her camp. She's got her camera up, her cell phone, and recording video. And you could see shadows moving in the woods, but you couldn't, um, you couldn't, when you looked away from the camera, you couldn't see them. So, but you could feel, oh, they were there. <laughs> but we couldn't feel them. And then all of a sudden, you know, she kind of put her hand out, like, you know, kind of invited, but she said, and she's correct when she said this to me, that I have better time with touch. You know, they, I feel them touch me more. I'm more sensitive to that. So... I don't know. This is really not the greatest thing in the world to have. but So I put my arm out. And I didn't say anything. I just kind of put my arm out, you know, and just left it there. And all of a sudden, there was a man next to me. And it was a hard... His name almost immediately came. But it wasn't like a full... Like it, He's like, it's a J. And at first, I thought like maybe Jake, Jacob, John, you know, something like a like a hard J and but he was standing next to me and he wouldn't let me put down my arm every time I put my arm down he lifted it back up so I kept it up there for a while and uh, Lainey was being pulled back towards the foundation so she walked behind me and I started asking you know the man beside me um, questions you know what's your name you know is there a particular reason you want me to, you know, what do you want me to know? And I stood there for like four minutes. And all of a sudden he kind of turned me around and walked me almost to where Lainey was into the, um, into the found, cause you can walk into this foundation. You can walk right into it. So we were kind of walking and I'm like, God, it's just so weird. It's a J. His name is a J. And she had somebody else with her. There was another male with her, but it was younger. Like, late. She said it felt more like late teens. And when I got a feel for it, that's what I felt too. Like, the one with her was more late teens, while mine was um, a much older gentleman. And, God, they were insistent. And we were at that foundation for a while. And we had to um, kind of stop and go because again there weren't hikers but there were mountain bikers because this section there's a ton of trails in this state park and uh so mountain bikers are allowed on certain trails and you know they intersect with the hikers trail for um uh throughout and throughout the loop and um so we talked you know we said hi you know and you know it got hot again and the bugs came back and those people would leave and it would get cold again and the bugs would go away. And then suddenly, as I'm like, God, 
so I'm like, Lee, look there, like right ahead of you. Do you see that shadow? And she's like, yes, and it's the same one that we saw across from the foundation on the other side of the trail. And um, I just remember it was such a strong pull. Like, it was hard to tell what it was. Like, you couldn't tell if that shadow was male or female. It was too far away. But we're like, okay, we cannot, you know, stay here forever. So, you know, we have to move up this trail. And as we're moving up the trail, um, you could feel these two spirits. They were like, like taking a hold of like your back and like pushing you backwards. Like, no, we're not done with you. Don't go any further. You gotta come back, you gotta come back. And we're like, we have to move forward. So we stopped and we took, you know, a couple more pictures. And I stopped and I turned and um, took a few pictures of Lainey because, and you could see in these pictures, her face is like, yeah, something's with me, it's uncomfortable. So I took a few pictures and then I turned around facing up the trail, but I uh, changed my camera perspective so that I was taking pictures um, behind me because that's where the gentleman with me was. He was right behind me trying to pull me backwards. And I didn't see anything immediately, but there was definitely something behind her. Like I could, it was like a blur and I couldn't see it properly, but it was definitely something there. So we said, well, you can follow us, but we're moving, we're continuing onward. So, and they were, and we're like, God, why? And the bugs did, the bugs were just not there. They just disappeared. When the cold was there, there was no bugs and everything got quiet. And I mean, no birds were singing or anything. And it was a very, like those birds were chirping a lot on our way up until that point where we first saw those shadows. So we come across the first cemetery <laughs> and we're both like, ah, crap. So she asked as we were looking at the plaque, you know, are we welcome to come into the cemetery? And we always usually ask questions like that anyway, you know, is it okay if we come in here? And I practically got pushed. Like the guy behind me was like, okay, just go, just get in there already. You know, you're here, you came here even though we didn't want you to, so freaking go in. So we did. And <laughs> dude, I cannot explain well enough the experience of that cemetery. It was crazy. Um, you know, she was, Lainey was immediately drawn to the back side of someone's, like, she had not even seen the name on this grave yet. She was just immediately drawn to it. It was the only white, really white, white gravestone there, and, um, behind it, there was, like, a powder, like, someone had sprayed something, and I continued walking. I was being pulled further in. And that first row of grays, when I turned around and so you, I could see the names, um, I'm looking and, you know, at the various names. And Lainey had come to walk over with me. She goes, maybe it's John. And I said, what? She goes, the name on that, there was one, there was a tall one that was a wife's graves. And then there was um, one right beside her was lower to the ground. It was like probably a good foot and a half shorter the gravestone was shorter and she goes maybe it's John and I'm like and as soon as she said that 
the guy behind me was like, yes, yes, yes. You know, that's me, that's me. What was weird was, and it was the J, you know, I was like, Jacob, John, Jake, Jacoby, something J. And I'm like, yes, it's John, this is John. And <laughs> the crazy thing about this was, he was, he was excited, he's like, yes, yes, that's me. And then he's like, look at me, and then look at her, which was the uh, gravestone where Lainey had originally been drawn to. And he's like, look at me, and now look at her. Like, there was a connection. But So we were walking around trying to figure out, you know, we were just letting the pulling from the spirits, we were letting the pulling lead us, and we were just trying to figure out what they were trying to say. Well, the row in front of where John and his wife were, at the end were two graves, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end were two graves, and you know, there are only two families in this graveyard, so, and the weird thing was, so he's like, it was, there, there was a man, and then there was a five-year-old girl's grave, and he's like, that man, that girl, me, and her. And I'm like, why is he so insistent that we look at these two, look at him, and then look over there at her? And, you know, you kept, like, we were asking questions, and we were just trying to figure out. And Lainey had said something. She's like, oh, maybe this person was connected this, you know, in a certain, this way. And suddenly the cold chills intensified and it was like, okay, yep, okay, that's a confirmed, that is a confirmed answer right there. Like, we were spot on. Those cold chills were, it, it was freezing. It was a good, by the time we had gotten to that point, it was a good probably 83, 84 degrees out. And it was freezing. Like, we had goosebumps. And to reiterate, we had been hiking for over an hour in that heat. And we had had sweat pouring down to places I'm not going to mention and all of that. <coughs> Excuse me. And so that was a very cold, distinct, yes, you're on the right path. Keep going with it. And so we were like, okay, so there's something about that first grave where they only want us to look at the back of it. Like, they did not want us on the name side. They wanted us on the back of it. So we went over there, and we were asking this woman some questions. And when I listened back at the video I had taken, you could hear something underneath us, like a voice underneath us, but we couldn't make it out. And so we, you know, we asked some questions, and we turned around to the other side of the grave. I'm like, why do they only want us to look behind this grave? And Lainey had knelt down you know, because outlined around like the powdery area, the white powdery area, it looked like there was a headstone that had been like laid there or, or there that was no longer there. And at first we thought, well, maybe, um, you know, Lainey's idea was the stone beside her was maybe it had been knocked over and someone had just put it back up but it, it was not long enough and the track would have been longer so we're like no that can't be it and we just could not figure out why they were so insistent to look at the back of this grave 
And so Lainey walked away and I stayed there because I felt like I couldn't move. Like John did not want me to move from the spot. And if you recall from the very first podcast I did, I had said that there was like an, an energy line, like a ley line in um, an apartment where I used to live as a teenager. And when you put your hand over it, it like it was like a hand grabbed your wrist and was yanking it down, like straight down. And that is what it felt like. The hand that was holding my camera, you know, was being pulled. Like I could just, it just wanted like a, something I'd wrapped around my wrist and was yanking it down. Like it was insistent that I look at this spot where this, where it looked like a headstone was, but was no longer there. And Lainey had walked back across because we were fi- we were trying to figure out dates and relations and, you know, because we didn't know a lot of the history of the place. We we only knew that, you know, it had, had had several floods and that there used to be a small community there. And that's really the extent of what we both knew about it. And we're just, you know, we're trying to figure out names. We're just feeling it out. And every time we hit on something, you know, the, the intense cold would come back. And suddenly I'm like, you know, and I walked back over to his grave and Lainey was pulled kind of towards the woods behind the cemetery. And we, you know, it was off the trail. We were not going any further, but they were insistent. They're like, look here, look here. And in my mind, as I'm looking out, he said to me, that's why I didn't see her. He just kept saying, that is why I didn't see her. And I couldn't figure out what the heck he meant. What did he see? What did he see? And Lainey had, you know, walked behind me to go over, you know, um, so she was like two or three feet behind me to the side. And I started, I'm like, okay, so I'm turning now. He's turning me. So I'm turning and then I stop and I, he pushes my arm back to her gravestone. And I'm like, oh, Lainey, uh, you got to come look at my camera. And you couldn't see it when you looked away from the camera. But when you looked in the camera, you could see that something was looking back at us from um, the other side of the gravestone. Like something was peeking their eyes out from behind the gravestone. I'm like, oh my freaking, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and we watched it. We watched it for a good, probably four minutes trying to figure out what the hell it was. And we could not. And then. Once that went away, everything went away. We, you know, bugs came back, the heat came back, um, the energy was just, it was gone. So we get back on the path trying to figure out what the heck just happened. And um, so we're walking a little bit up, we come to the next plaque. Um, It was of another uh, farmstead and I'm like, oh God, okay, so (laughs) something's pushing me. So. Lady followed me in because it wasn't really tugging on her. It was tugging on me. And, you know, you go this past and there's um, a well. I'm like, ugh. It wants us to look down this well. It wants me to look down. So we lifted it up. The, the, there was a little cover. So we lifted it up. And I took a few pictures. And there wasn't anything, you know, and I looked up from it. And the man, uh, different, not John was just kind of looking at us from afar. You know, he wasn't doing anything. There wasn't anything attached. He's just like, yeah, that's my well. (laughs) Was sort of the feeling of it. So, and all of a sudden, as we're walking down the path back out, we get to about where the plaque is. And Lainey says, holy shit, do you see that? 
And there, she points at a fern. And there's really no breeze. And this thing is, like, sticking straight up, but it's vibrating. It's like the wind is, like, shaking it back and forth. And and no wind, just to reiterate. And um, all of a sudden, it just points directly backwards. Like, not like the wind knocked it over. Like, it just... Look, it just bent and pointed, <laughs> and we looked, and there was a shadow of something. The same shadow that we had seen from afar that we couldn't tell if it was male or female from the first farm farmhouse um, foundation. And but you could tell it was a little closer, and it was distinctly female. It was a distinct female presence and so we tried to talk to it um you know and on video so we hopefully caught had caught we were hoping we would catch something and we're like okay we're gonna continue walking now but you know she was following us that female presence was following us but from afar she kept her distance so about 10 feet more or 10 feet ahead as we were walking the bugs came back the heat was uh, back um you know we were sweating again <laughs> and it but maybe took another five minutes of walking and the cold came back and the bugs went away and the birds stopped chirping <laughs> we're like ah shit okay here we go and again <laughs> we're walking and we're taking pictures and trying to figure out what neck you know what the hell next because it was a vibrating the energy was just vibrating and so you know we took more pictures and then we got to a point where um so when you get to a certain point it levels off like you're not going really uphill anymore and when you do it's like a very gradual and then it evens out and it gets a little darker because the woods um the trees kind of block the sun slightly but it was still very very warm you know you could feel that 84 degrees as you're walking um and then it went cold again and there was a i'm gonna say we had at least a 10 minute span where it was just hot and sweaty and there were just bugs everywhere and it was gross but we kept you know walking we stopped looked at you know the plaques read them um because there's some really interesting history on them and you know, we hadn't come up there for the ghost. We had gone up there, you know, to see the ghost town and to um, have a good hike. So we were looking at the plaques and reading them. And sure enough, <laughs> here comes the cold. And like, oh, what the hell is that? And then it was very strange. It went away and it got hot again. And we got to a point... Um, during a stretch where we ran into a bunch of mountain bikers. So whenever we ran into other people, the cold would go away. Um, and the presence is, um, you know, the energy would go away. So, and we had run, there was a family of um, mountain bikers that day. So we kept running in because you're on a loop and they were riding the loop. So we would see them every so often come back through. And um, we got to, another plaque and it to get up to the farmstead there's a road which we didn't hike it didn't feel right not necessarily negative it just didn't feel right and 
you know, it's still hot and sweaty and buggy and we're, you know, trying to swipe the bugs away so we could read the plaque. And I'm like, oh, this is the um, Joseph Riker. He's the same last name as um, the first homestead. And all of a sudden, as soon as that name was said, it got very cold and the bugs went away. Everything went quiet and you could feel it was an almost instantaneous, like, push. Like someone had their hands on your back and were pushing us to go up that hill. I'm like, no, nope, we're not going up there. And we're walking away and it feels like someone fisted the back of our shirts and are just yanking us backwards like come back here i told you i want you to go up there come back and we're like no no we're not doing this today we're we're not doing this today and the yank was so strong in my head was you know i started getting a headache i'm like okay you've got to back off dude i am not going up there and we got to um where the sawmill would have been and God, he was still there. He was like, I told you to come back here. You need to come back here. You know, whoever that presence was, was like, you need to come back here right now and go up there. <laughs> and we're like, we're not going back. We're going forward in that period. That's that. And he stayed with us for a little while longer. And then a few other presence, um, a few other presence spirits had shown up as we're walking by the sawmill area. And again it wasn't negative it was just very heavy and very uh what's a good word for it it was something wasn't right it wasn't that it was necessarily bad or that the spirits were bad it was just something something was wrong something was off something you know something wasn't right so we just kept walking we're like okay we're sorry we're not going in there we're not getting off the path and tracing into the woods <laughs> that was not happening so and then you know we hit this stretch where it's um like a nature area uh so and um woodland area and we it was calm you know it got hot again nothing was with us it was just you know like a nice calm walk and that is when we reached um another plaque and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go up there. I don't want to go up there, Lainey. And she's like, I'm sorry, I kind of have to. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, crap. So because it got cold the second we started walking up and you could feel it. It was like electric. And, and so you walk up these stairs and the foundation is a little bit inward. And um, just to give you a picture, so there's trees in the back of the um, – foundation but it's clear like it's very sunny and it's clear like you can see everything is it's a crystal clear day like everything was clear you could see in the distance you could see the you know the field of, you know there were beautiful flowers and it was just lovely but there was a goddamn presence there and uh it was distinctly female and it was pulling on Lainey very hard so Lainey was like, okay, I'm going to take two steps forward. And I took those two steps forward with her. And as soon as our feet had kind of stood on the stones of the foundation, it felt like someone was yanking.
back one and I'm like okay good because <laughs> it wanted to yank me forward and it really wanted to yank like it was insistent she get in there and Lainey's like I am not going in there no and so I started taking video and so did she and you know I wasn't really getting anything except there was a leaf like a golden colored leaf and it was spinning and there was no wind you know just to be <laughs> there there was no breeze it was just you know we were surrounded by cold chills and it was quiet but this leaf was it was spinning and then a tiny breeze kind of picked up you know a very soft gentle one and this thing was spinning and spinning and spinning in the opposite direction that everything else was kind of gently blowing but this thing was spinning really fast in the opposite direction like you see that lady she goes yeah yeah I saw that earlier I'm like god that's so weird and so she's like you gotta look at my look at my camera so she's on video as well and I mine was pointed at the leaf I kind of kept it pointed in that direction and as she moved her camera you know just little movements like in a square um, like up a little and then to the side and um, as she did that there were like I don't want to say shadows because it wasn't like a shadowy it was just it would get dark so she'd be moving it and it would be dark it would get darker and then it get light as she moved it one way and then dark and then it would the dark would move um, so like one side was always light and then you'd get these dark patches well I moved my camera and I was doing the same thing in the same spot only it was sunny in my pictures there was no darkness at all in my pictures no shadowy no dark mist nothing and I'm like god that's so weird so I started taking pictures I, I asked a couple of questions and she's like oh my god you've got to look at my camera again so I turned and I looked <clears throat> I shut my video off and I'm looking at hers and there is this as you look out um, beyond the foundation like behind the trees almost there was it looked like smoke like the kind of smoke that you'd see like chimney smoke um, and it was just across this huge field but when you looked out when you moved your eyes away from the camera and looked out into the field there was nothing but sunny there was no smoke no mist nothing it was just sunny and but when you looked in the camera it looked like just this wall of smoke so I'm like what the hell so I turned my camera back on to the video and I spanned the same thing and on the edges of mine you could still see the sunlight you could see the crystal clear sunlight but in this one section um, it was just it was smoky it was you you couldn't it was like a thick foggy smoke and I'm like what the hell is that and suddenly I get pushed back like a hand was on my chest and pushed me backwards off what I on and I almost fell to the ground I stumbled but Lainey had caught me so I could gain my balance I'm like that was fucking rude that was not called for and it felt like as she pushed me she was trying to yank Lainey forward into the foundation like you know when someone you know grabs the back of you but is pushing somebody else away that is kind of what it felt like she was pushing me away 
but she was pushing her Lainey forward. And that was not cool. And so that lightened for a quick minute because there were passers-by. There was a family going by. And they wanted to see the foundation as well. So we're like, okay, well, we're going to go. So we came down the stairs so they could go up. And we walked probably 10 feet um, down the path. And we were looking. You could feel it. The energy was still there. And it was drawing on Lainey so hard. And I'm like, nope. So we were walking. You know, we took some more pictures. And then we started walking. And Lainey was like, God, she just... It, won't let you just like physically it kept drawing her to the left like it kept drawing her back to the side of where the foundation was and I'm like no nope and like it wanted you know because it wanted Lainey but it didn't want me and we're like no we're a package deal you don't get either of us you get both of us and you don't get you know you don't get one of us you get both of us and I'm like no this isn't gonna work so I told Lainey to walk on the right side and I took the left side as we were walking away from this um, homestead and I'm like I'm sorry but you can't have her she's mine and you're gonna have to get through me to get to her and that presence that female presence was not fucking happy uh, that I interfered <laughs> she made her dislike very well known um, and so as we're walking and that feeling faded, you know, the heat came back and we're like, okay, oh God, here come the bugs. And they were bad. They kept like going up my nose and in my mouth and they kept going into Lainey's eyes. And it was, I actually had to take a bug went behind one of her eyelids. It was, and I had to, she couldn't get it out. So I had to get it out. And then, yeah, it was very, very buggy. So, we felt a few other things here and there and we could still feel that presence every once in a while that we had felt at the first homestead in the shadow of the female but you know and it wasn't once we passed that sawmill area it wasn't too bad for probably about five or ten minutes um there wasn't any hard pulling anywhere and then suddenly to the right of us you could feel it was like drunk energy and suddenly like you're late like you were walking like you couldn't you weren't on steady legs like you you know when you drink too much and you're on steady and like, what the hell is up with that like it wasn't negative it was just like walking beside us and then we got to a bridge which is before the only house that's still standing um it's the only building left in Riker Basin that's still standing and um so there's a bridge just before that and we got to the bridge and that feeling had stopped, like the drunk and walking felt, but so we're stopped and we're looking at the water underneath the bridge and the energy out there was just, you know, saying, hey, you know, there wasn't nothing negative about it, nothing, you know, it was just, hey, how you doing? You know, welcome to the area type of feeling. And <clears throat> a woman, suddenly we heard the shuffle of shoes we turned and there was a woman suddenly there and you could we heard nothing you could not hear any footsteps and suddenly you know so we're like you know hi and she said hello and then just walk behind us you know minding her own business this is where it gets extremely <laughs> i can't even describe this next piece with it 
So, we finally turned to go check out the house, and she was, you know, at first she walked up to the plaque, her hand, you know, kind of with her hands clasped behind her back, just kind of looking, and then suddenly, you know, she looked at the plaque, and then she looked up at the house, and she had this, I kid you not, it was like a shit-eating grin on her face as she looked at that house. And as we walked forward a little bit, um, she took about... So this was not like a social distancing backing off thing because we were a good 10 feet from each other. But she, you know, as we took a few steps towards the uh, house, she moved probably five, six feet uh, down the path a little bit and looked, crossed her arms and looked between us and the house. And, you know, we're like, what the hell's up with that? So I'm like, I'm being pulled. Like something is pulling me. So Lainey followed me up the path, and there was nothing. Like, there was no feeling that someone was there. I just felt like I had to go up this path to take a closer look at the house. And, and that lady was still there as we were walking up. So, you know, there was nothing. I was taking a few pictures of, you know, like the back of the house. And then the side of the house that was facing the woods, we turned. And I'm like, God, you can't really, you know, see anything. And... Oh, Lainey said, oh, no, you can. So she pointed downward, and, you know, you could see kind of underneath the house, like, slightly. So I took a few pictures, and all of a sudden, as I'm standing up, it everything quieted. Everything literally, it stilled. No birds, no bugs, no wind, no noise. There was nothing except the feeling of, yes, something's here you know something came forward at that moment I'm like oh, that's just a weird feeling you know it wasn't negative or positive it was just something's here so we kind of walk around the house again and uh laney had said i i had said something which prompted laney to say well it's a good thing we can't get in the house because we'd probably go in there and she goes oh no wait oh crap yeah we can get in so i turned around i'm like what are you talking about and she had not touched anything at that point. And she's like, we can get in. And she grabbed hold of, um, there was a board in front of what looked like maybe was a door. And um, she just pulled out, it out slightly, like pulled it forward. And you could see, you could in fact see, you, we probably could have just moved the, the whole board and walked in. I didn't want to do that and neither did she. And we took a few pictures and we put it back up and I'm like, God, you know, something doesn't feel right, but I feel like I need to take more pictures, but it doesn't feel right. And Lainey was like, hold on, just hold on. Something doesn't feel right. I need to put up some blockers. And by blockers, that means, you know, the blocks that you put up in your mind to protect yourself, the energy you surround yourself with to protect yourself from any negative entities. And so <laughs> we both did that. But something, something inside me is like, probably shouldn't open this thing again. But for some reason we did. And it's very strange because she took pictures. All of her pictures were pointed up. You know, she wanted to see what was, you know, above. And all of mine were below. We didn't say anything to each other. I was feeling like something was telling me to look down to go down and in my mind all I could see was darkness 
Um, it was just dark and like pitch black, that black that you cannot see through. And, um, you know, you can't see, there's no light. It's just dark. And it just kept telling me, come down, come down. So all of my pictures are pointed down because I'm trying to figure out what the hell wants me to go down. And she's, you know, we, and at that point we hadn't told that to each other. We were just taking our pictures. So we closed that up and she's like, oh God, I just, I don't feel right. Something doesn't feel right. And I felt the same, but I took one last photo, closed the thing and I'm like, we need to go. And this whole period of time, it sounds like a long time, but we were actually only up there tops, probably four minutes four to five minutes tops up there. So we came down, the woman was gone and the path where we were, you could see a ways down the path. So we went down and I'm like, God, I just don't feel like my head was pounding and it felt like something had just, was just on my neck. And I'm like, God, you know, I don't feel well, I'm nauseated and I'm like, and I had said, you know, it was the strangest thing. It just, I kept saying, something kept telling me to look down. It was like, come down here, come down here. And all in my mind, all I could see was darkness that I could not see any light. It was just dark in my mind. And it, something just kept telling me to go down, come down here, come see me, come down here. And she goes, God, she said, that is strange because something was telling me to look up. Something telling me to go up, go up. And she's like, but there was darkness, she said, but suddenly she had images of shrunken heads. That is not, so everybody has, when you're putting up blocks in your mind and around yourself, everyone has a few things that they do to help that along. So when I'm envisioning my energy as a shield, it's a aquamarine, it's, it's, my, it's my birthstone color, the aquamarine um, blue and with kind of a little white in there. And um, you know, that is the color I envision and that helps me form my barrier. And in my mind I envision, you know, steel concrete walls um, that nothing can penetrate. So, those are just a couple of things and images that helped me form my blocks. When she was forming hers, all she could see was shrunken heads. So that is not a normal occurrence. That's not normal. So, and in no way, and she knows nothing. Neither of us really know nothing about, you know, shrunken heads. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? What the hell was that? I'm like, all I can tell you is is that my head is pounding something feels a weight is like on the back of my neck and I'm just so nauseated and that only happens when something that was never human is around me like a non-human entity something dark and something very negative and at the time when you're up at when we were up at the house you couldn't it wasn't a distinct feeling of negative it was just it was dark in my mind. I couldn't, but I couldn't feel like the weight wasn't there. So it was hard to tell what was if happening, just that I just felt compelled to do what I did, even though I knew I shouldn't, it didn't feel right. I'm like, but I'm nauseated, my head hurts, so there's a weight on my neck, and she 
felt the same way and we both were in agreement as we're walking away from this house that something inhuman was still behind us you know something not natural was behind us so we were like shit you know and so we stopped for a minute as the road began to curve um so we were starting to swing the other side of the loop and um we stopped and tried to gather ourselves and it took a minute but the headache kind of drained away slightly but that presence as we started walking headache came back well we got to the next plaque which um which was about the high bridge and i was taking pictures um of the water coming through and i'm like i'm just gonna move over a little bit <clears throat> backward because by the time we reached the other side of the water everything was a little lighter and I'm like, well, I'm gonna go back a few steps so I can get a better full picture of the water coming through underneath. <clears throat> and as, and she stayed by the plaque and I was maybe, maybe six or seven feet from her. But as soon as I walked to where I was on, one of my feet was on the other side of that water, like where it started that darkness that heaviness came flooding back and i literally i moved so fast back to laney's side and then it lightened so whatever darkness was in that house whatever non-human entity was attached to that area could not pass by that water it could not follow us past it so we started walking again and that's when we realized we had not seen that woman there were very, very few places she could have gone at the speed she was walking with as much detail as she was paying attention to those plaques and the areas. She could not have sped walk fast enough for us not to have met up with her again. She was just, she was gone. No freaking idea where she went. Um, I'm not saying that she might have been a ghost. I'm not saying she wasn't, whatever it was whatever was happening she just disappeared we should have met up with her we should have seen her at the other places we stopped um you know when we moved past the high bridge we should have seen her and she just she was not there she was just gone and as we were walking past you know beyond the bridge and everything um we weren't being pulled in any direction it felt so calm and like our energy was grounding and I want to explain this because I know I explained this in my very first podcast but so when there's energy working my energy I am like a live wire like I have so much energy and she is more ground she gets more tired when we've gone through an experience like that she is drained faster I my energy goes up hers goes way down as we're walking and we're trying to ground ourselves everything got calm and quiet and cool and there weren't any bugs and it was just a very calm nice feeling and by the time we were almost <clears throat> to the start of the trail you know the upward part because you come down on the lower part of the loop um, I felt 
calm. Like I could feel myself getting tired. So whatever happened in that stretch of time, it was like, okay, we calmed the energy, our, and both of our energies were grounded. Um, nothing was following us. Nothing was attached to us. Um, we weren't bringing anything home with us, nothing. And I almost want to say that there was something there that helped us do that. Because normally it takes me a, long, a while. Like half the time when my energy is like that, I have to sit down, take some deep breaths, and envision my energy draining back into the ground and settling back into my body naturally because there's so much of it I will not be able to sleep. So, and normally that, so that takes me sometimes, it takes hours sometimes for me to get to a place where my energy's back to normal. But by the end of that last half mile walk, I was, my energy was calm, I was calm. It was like something helped us ground after the incident at the house. And we were talking about it and we were like, that is the first time so I have had a lot of experience in the house that I live in, but that is the first time in a probably like four or five years where there was that much activity at once. Because when me and her are together, it is like a huge magnet. Our sensitivity, our gifts are just amplified by the 10th degree we it's just out there we are open and we are moving and it is crazy and thank goodness our other friend wasn't with us because while she's not quite as sensitive to that to spirits and energy um she attracts it like she really attracts it and she's this friend that leaves ghosts with me all the time <laughs> And I, and so I can't even imagine what would have happened if we had her with us, but it was, an, it was just such a crazy, amazing experience. And I can't even, I can't even, you guys, I cannot even express the amount of energy and spirits and the pulling and how much they were talking to us and what would they were trying to tell us and when I was looking at the pictures I there are pictures and I will get them up as soon as I get them um, on my computer um, where you can see some of those shadows and you can see a picture you can see faces and it is just nuts I like the amount that we caught is I find it it's just it's crazy because normally you don't catch much on if we're videoing something we don't catch much but like there are t there's tons of it it is like we walked in there and at first it was no nothing's here and then all of a sudden boom and it did not stop until we left and as we were driving back <clears throat> to my friend's house because i had spent the night at my girl my other our other girlfriend's house and as we were driving back and we were talking about it. I'm like, can you imagine if we had gone to Glastonbury, what this would have been like? I mean, this was like a prep. It feels like a prep, like, oh yeah, okay. So you guys are getting back into it. 
you know, you're clicking like crazy. You still have that, you know, paranormal magic, so to speak. Your mojo is high. <laughs> and, you know, it felt like a warm-up. It did. It felt like a warm-up to something. But so we do still plan to go to Glastonbury. We just have to plan for an overnight um, because it's going to take a while to reach where we want to be. And the hike on the mountain is like, it's like a 20 hour, or sorry, not 20 hour, 20 mile hike. So, um, uh, we have to plan an overnight for that one. But this hike to Riker Basin was crazy. And when we were telling our other friend about it, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were telling our other friend about it, uh, she had her tablet open. So she was looking at some stuff as we're talking and she was talking about, the fact that this woman's grave, Florence, the grave, the back of the grave that we could not stop looking at, that we were drawn to, um, where we saw and Lainey had said, God, you know, it looks like a headstone was here. Well, as it turned out, there was a headstone there. Apparently, her husband's headstone used to be right there and it had leaned against hers until they had moved it to be next, like right next to where they moved the headstone. And Lainey's like, her mouth dropped, and then mine dropped, and I put my hand on her, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And she's like, I was right. I'm like, I know, it was crazy. So, um, you know, because her first guess was that that, that mark was the, the, head, the headstone beside Florence's had, like, maybe fallen over, and that's what made the mark, but we're like, no, that can't be, it's too far away. Well, as it turns out, it was, because <laughs> it used to be behind her and leaning on her grave until someone had moved it beside, until they had moved it beside her. My God damn, we were right. You know, that's why we got cold chills when we were standing there when you said that, like, some, you know, we were on the right path. We just didn't have it. And, you know, as our other friend was reading, um, and giving off, you know, facts about uh, Riker Basin, everything started to make more sense. And, you know, just for, you know, a little brief, hist a brief history of what we found out after our hike. Um, so Riker Basin, um, so the settlers in the early 1800s along the Cotton, along Cotton Brook, had, that's where they settled a lot of their settlements. There were about 50 families. Um, it's the farming community there had thrived for a little while, but unfortunately, because of the floods, um, it just you know it was just and then the land it was really hard to keep up the farming. So and then the sawmill, of course. So what happened was. With the last then the flood of 1927 the big flood in Vermont had pretty much sealed the fate for Riker Basin um, and then in 1934 another flood came through and washed um, I mean it just swept through the community and it forced residents to seek uh, the safe they went up to their rooftops and 50 people lost their lives in that flood in the 1934 flood and after that I mean it was a ghost town people they just left they couldn't stay 
Um, but what happened after that was that's when the reservoir um, was starting to be built and they flooded the tent. They, you know, they made the reservoir. So the rest of Riker Basin was the rest of the town is actually under water to the, you know, it's under the reservoir. And I'm sure that pissed a few. <laughs> I'm sure a few of those residents were not happy about it. Um, and maybe that's why some of them are still, you know, hanging around. But that is, you know, and there have been other ghost stories um, from people who are camping up there. Um, hunters have had experiences up there um, when they do overnights. Um, it is a very beautiful place um, and it's good hiking but our experience there was a very um, uh, there are a lot of spirits up there and entities and Lainey and I because of the way we are <laughs> once they realize I think once they realized that we would be able to feel them and hear them um, they latched on to us and that was that <laughs> we from that from that moment where we went to originally after we had both just said you know nothing's here but this is going to be a really nice hike and we'll get to learn some history of the area so it'll be cool and then that moment where we're like do you feel that and then we started seeing shadows and the spirits started making themselves known after after that point the whole rest of the hike was filled with experiences and I so I have pictures on my camera of that house and I don't want to look at them because it was so it was so negative that I don't want to look at the pictures to see what's honestly to see what's looking back or if we caught anything on the video the short video I had taken you know part of me just doesn't want to because it was so just so negative um if i had to our friend our other friend had asked us you know are you, would you go hiking up there again and we both said lady and i both said as long as we don't have to go by that house if we could avoid passing that house on the loop we would totally go but i don't think that i I would be able to walk that loop again and pass that house. Um, that house was an experience and it was not a good one. And the energy that that non-human entity had was, it's not something I want to experience again. And I don't want to know what will happen if we pass it. And, you know, as we're walking by on a different trip and, if it's going to be worse, um, if the pull's going to be worse, if that feeling of that nauseousness, that headache, that weight on the back of my neck, and the darkness in my mind that I saw as it was telling me to go down, go down, I, I really don't want to experience that house again. So, yes, I would love to go on that hike again, but at the same time, I don't because... I don't want to walk by that house. <laughs> I don't want to walk by that house again. Um, so my suggestion to you, if you want to check out 
Riker Basin is due. I, it's a wonderful hike, but if you're sensitive, just be aware that you're probably gonna have some experiences that are just insane and they're loud and they're lively. And when you get to that house, do be careful because there's something in there and it's not, it's not nice. It's a very negative entity and just be cautious if you're sensitive like we were, like Lainey and I, that that is something that could happen to you too. So just keep your, put your blocks up before you get to that house because we didn't even feel that when we, it wasn't until we rounded um, that corner towards the front side of the house that faces the path. It wasn't until we got to that point that you could, you, it felt like you were compelled to look in, but at the same time you knew you shouldn't because there's something in there that, that's pulling on you, but you can't stop yourself. So my suggestion is, is if you do it and you're going by that house, put your blockers up first. Put, put your blocks up and um, keep yourself safe from that. And maybe it won't be as bad as it was for you as it was for us when we did it. So that is my paranormal road trip that we took uh, yesterday. And I was so excited that I'm putting this on on Sunday instead of Saturday because I really want you guys to hear it. And I just wanted to share it so much. So that, again, is... Riker Basin in Little River State Park. And I look forward to sharing our next adventure with you <laughs> because we did talk about more than, you know, as I said earlier, we talked about doing more and some kind of investigation type things. So we both kind of feel compelled to do it again, like we did when we were younger. Um, so that was our experience yesterday. And if you have any questions or thoughts or you want to know more about um, any specifics, please do uh, shoot me a comment or an email and I'll answer it in another podcast. And until the next podcast, thank you so, so much for joining me and have a great evening.